Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Realness with three S's. I'm your host here, Chantel Francis, with my lovely co-host, Fanta, holding down the fort for Michelle. How are you doing tonight, Fanta? It's me. I'm on top. Don't you're tell Michelle. Don't you're, tell you're Michelle. on the side. You're like my buddies. Usually I'm on the bottom. Well, it's only because the time when we click them, put them in, usually. <laughs> so if Michelle decided to pop in, she would be on the bottom of this feed. But how are you feeling about this episode? Um, I had some mixed feelings about it. Uh, overall, it was good. I mean, it wasn't, like, as amazing as last week. Um, but it made me like certain people more that I didn't think that I would. Because that was like, started on that. Surprise. Oh my god. Yes, I was definitely surprised by my change of feelings for certain people in this game. So I'm with you there. I really enjoyed the episode. I don't know if it's because I was watching it super like, oh, I got to get this done right now, like I'm behind, I'm behind time-wise. But I'm really liking the season. I don't know if it's because I'm liking all the couples, because they do mention that there's a lot of couples on this season. I don't know if it's because I like every pairing. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm enjoying this season. I like it more yeah. than Double Agent so far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and even Total Madness. I like it better than Total Madness right now, too. Yeah, Total Madness. I think the only thing that Total Madness had was just, it was just like, it was more vets, which is always like something that we enjoy. But yeah, Total Madness didn't really do it for me. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I love them all to a certain degree, but it's not one of my top tier favorite seasons at all. Um, but this episode, it is called hold on, Good Vibes and Gladiator, um, episode five of The Challenge. And if this is your first time joining us here, well, silly, you should definitely subscribe because if you subscribe and you hit that little bell, then you'd know every time we go live, especially when we go live later than we're anticipating, like today. So thanks everybody in the chat for waiting for us. You know that we still love you. We are always coming. We're just behind usually in the times um, getting here to talk to you guys live and talk to each other about the episode. So, uh, Vessi, he's just so frustrating. Like he starts off the episode, you know, they're talking about he turned his ally into his biggest enemy. And I'm just like, he didn't need to do that. Like, what do you think is so wrong with him just allowing himself to work with Amber and Amber is partnered with your biggest ally, your brother, your your best friend. Like she, he's, she's not going to throw you in right now. Why do you think that Fessy needed to make that move last week? Well, I mean, I think we, we were talking about that, uh, last week for sure and i mean it's just really a thing like fessy like acts like he's like super big and tough and everything and he could he could be a villain he just is not filling those shoes so it's really annoying because he'll make a move like that but then he doesn't like back it up like he just it ends up complaining about the fact that people are mad at him whereas like a, a villain would just be like i don't care <laughs> Which yeah. would, I would have more respect for him if he did that. Right? Like, he's just so, he's such a, he's such a fake tough guy. Yeah, like, that's, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Like, he's a fake tough guy. But then, like, I mean, like, we see in the episode where he, like, makes that move and then 
Casey and Nani and Anissa and Tori. Oh, it's okay. You made this He's like complaining, and it's like, no, like make your move, and then that's it. Stand if you it. feel as though like that is a move that you made, but it's just like such a big indicator to us that it's it's not it's it just has to do with his ego and his pride and he's him being scared and petty. Yeah. So it's. I, anyways, we don't we don't talk to him about him that much this episode, but I have something that I want to run by you to see if he felt the same way in this episode. And it does have to do with Bessie, but this will be the last time we talk about him for uh, maybe 10 minutes or so. I did love the fact that Michelle left a little letter to Emmanuel and it says, fuck it up, baby. Um, I think that's cute. I like them having their little relationship. But then Tori... <laughs> comes into this little scenario and is like, oh my God, so you guys have never said you loved each other and she, you, said, you said that you loved her when she was leaving? Oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And then she's saying in her confessional that that's not going to last. And I'm like, oh, why is it going to last? Because you are going to swoop in, Tori. Yeah, it was, it was uh, the note, like the enjoyment of the note was very short-lived because Tori was in there in no time. And it's kind of hard to just like, I think everyone was like a bit butthurt about it because it's kind of hard to be like, we all know that they end up like together or like whatever it is that they're doing. So you're just kind of like, ugh. Like, <laughs> please don't make us like MTV, please don't make us watch that happen. But we have to. We're all in it together. We're stuck. With them. <laughs> we're on, it's like we're on Survivor with them. We're on. We're in that house with them. Like, yeah, they're going to start canoodling. You can. You know, it's happening. Like, you can tell this is just was a whole setup for the fact that she has a confessional later on. She's like, what do you think that I think he's cute? <laughs> like, and then you know she's doing that whole thing because they're asking her about Emmanuel. And next thing you know couple of tequilas later she's going to be cuddling in bed with him and yeah we're going to get like 10 episodes of the tori and emmanuel love story whatever hi 90 thanks for being here 90 says i swear i never get to watch these because um you're being i'm hopping on late i'm sorry um yeah better off doing another night I don't have time another night, unfortunately. This is the only night that works. So, you know what? You should blame CBS because CBS and Viacom are one company and they've decided to put Big Brother on the same day as the challenge and then will be on the same day as Survivor. Now, Survivor, mm -hmm. I'll be doing it on another day, but this was already set up this way. So, blame Big Brother and CBS. Sorry, just saying. I can't do anything about it. I set, up, set this up. Um, but yeah, Big Brother's going to be over in two weeks. So then we will have um, an earlier time slot and we will be on time because I will literally be watching the episode live instead of watching the first half during the commercials of Big Brother, which I didn't get to do today. Um, and that's how I usually try to get done at 1030. Anyways, back to the episode. Um, Gabo starts talking to Nani, and um, this is where we get the good vibes and gladiator comment. And so I'm like, okay, this is the title quote right here. 
that means that Gabo is going to be going into this elimination. And we've got to figure this because he's only rookie rookie team, but this made it abundantly clear um, because it's the episode title. Of course. Agreed. Yeah. I normally don't catch that, but I was like this time. I know it's all about Gabo today. I have a question though. Why was Berna annoyed with Amber? So there's like Amber is talking to Josh outside and she's crying a little bit. Like, first off, I would be hurt because like she let her guard down and is like, okay, I'm willing to trust you guys again. She had that conversation with Casey. She's partnered with Josh. Josh is really telling her like, don't worry, I've got you. Like we're in this together. You're part of the Big Brother Alliance, whatever. And then Fessy stabs her in the front or I guess the back, I don't know. And she's upset by this and he's kind of rationalizing it and really helping her through it. But then Berna's being like, why are you being a baby and crying about it? Why do you think she cares? What's that about? Um, I mean, it makes sense. It made sense to me because Berna is the type of person like she's probably like, why are you upset? You won. I think (laughs) Berna's personality is, is of the way such that like, yeah, like, why are you crying? You won. Like, why are you upset? Because I know Berna, like, when she won, like, she was, like, when she won her elimination, she was, like, crying or whatever. But I think Berna's a very tough woman, and I think it's it doesn't make sense for her that that somebody would be upset after winning an elimination. Right, okay, I could see that, I guess. But it's like, why, why do you care, Berna? Like, you, this is your, um, uh, you know, the first time you've had a confessional that's not about Nelson. And I was like, it just felt weird that they put it in there. Hi, so Dabu says, damn, Tori, Michelle's body isn't even cold yet. Not even close to being cold. The letter is still has her her touch on it. Um, and you're already swooping on in there. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, it, it's Tori's brand. And I want, I want, I mean, there's always like lots of talk of like, even in like Reddit and stuff, like a lot of people are talking about like, who is Tori? Like, what is like Tori about? But I really think Tori should lean into this messiness more. Hmm. Lean into it more. It might well, be more entertaining. I, it was on, on MTV yesterday. Just like I saw the ending of Second Chances, um, Are You the One? And so it was uh-huh. right when like Devin was like, was it going to be Cher or um, Steel with Rashida? And so it was that moment. And you saw a couple of like, Tory clips with her and I forget the guy that she was with at that time. And I was like, oh, this is when she was just so innocent still. <laughs> I was like, yeah. she was still kind of annoying, but like you were still innocent in this whole reality TV game. And I think that the brand that she's leaning into, we just don't really like it. I think that's yeah. what the problem is. And she's just going to go all in. Like her brand is, and it could be because she started off from a dating reality show. Maybe. I, here, I, actually. Well, I, I, I just want to sit down with her PR team. What's the direction that we're going in here? So while Amber is crying to Josh, cut to Fessy complaining to Casey and Nani and Tori. And it actually annoyed me that Nani was like standing up for like agreeing with Bessie and being like, Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Like she knows what kind of garbage person that Bessie is. She was his partner for part of last season. 
So is it only because she's dating Casey now that she has to pretend like she enjoys Bessie's antics? Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily like, Nani is interesting this season. Like I've, I feel like I've learned a lot more about, I've also been rewatching older seasons as well. And I, I really like Nani a lot. And I think that she's really good at seeing the good in everybody. And she's also like, Nani doesn't really hold grudges except for Teresa. But other than that, like even like when she was having beef with like Cam and like War of the Worlds too, like she like got to a point where she's like, okay, like let's squash it. So I think that like she like whatever bad feelings that she may have felt about Fessy, she was like, okay, whatever. And like Casey's like, this is an important relationship. Like, so let's, yeah, let me root for him. Like, I wonder if it's because she's an Aquarius like me. Her birthday's the day after mine. Just. Just saying. Um, so in that sense, though, we are kind of pacifists, you know, like we are usually friends with everybody. Don't have that many like close friends. Like we're not like one of those signs that are friends with every single person, but like close friends. But we have a lot of acquaintances. So I'm wondering if that's we don't necessarily like having beef with anybody. We're just kind of like we don't usually get that emotional about things. I, I, I feel like Nani is definitely that way. I think she just doesn't like having beef with people. Yeah. So I think, you know, I don't know. It wasn't even really like she was like really like rooting for him. Like she kind of like got up on the bed and was like, okay, like, yeah, you did what was good for your game. It's almost like an interesting diplomatic way of like shutting it down. (laughs) Like I don't want to like, but it, yeah, I don't know. I, Nani is like a really good politician. She's got yeah. like one of the best social games of all time. Absolutely. Everybody wants to be your friend. Realize, nobody wants it to target. People don't even like really realize it that much. Like people don't really like target her for her social game, which is pretty incredible. Especially being coming back for the last like 15 years or whatever. So the, yeah. they haven't caught on yet. Like this is her game. She gets far usually. And with the skull twist, yeah, maybe she'll go out, but She's pretty good at getting far. It's usually her partners that like make her, you know, go in or have to like go to an elimination. But her social game is usually pretty on point. You're right. Um, Riley says that they like the move from Bessie, but way too soon. Well, then it's not a good move, though, right? If it's too soon, then the move isn't good. The, a good move is when it's like at the optimum time as well. Um, if he'd waited until all the vets came out and maybe when, if Amber was actually targeting him, then it would be like, Oh man, that was a good move. You got her before she got you, but she wasn't looking at you. Like, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Okay. Can someone please tell me why Kate, what's Casey's problem with Amber B? Hi, Jose. I think that it's because she feels bad about the move that she made and seeing Amber there reminds her of the fact that she didn't treat her well that last season and Amber has every right to retaliate and strike back and get revenge. And so Casey doesn't feel safe around her because she knows that it would be smart for her to retaliate because she's not, they haven't been like, didn't treat her well. That's my thought. What is your thought? 100%. And also, for some weird reason, Casey will just always have Fessy's back. So, 
Is it because like Amber never tried to make out with with Casey or whatever? Like never flirted with her? Like maybe that's it? Oh yeah, I forgot about that whole thing. Um, I don't I don't know. I think I think it's more so that. Like I think that if Fessy has a problem with somebody, Casey has a problem with that person. It's really a big eye. It's, it's so weird, but uh, I totally forgot they're on the same season though, just because Fessy went out so early and she won. No, I was no, like, oh no. yeah, they're on the same season. Hi, Sophie. Thanks for being here. Uh, Amber was going around um, that she was going, she was getting, going to get revenge. Really? If she, okay, if Amber's going around and saying I'm going to get revenge, then she deserves that. That's like very bad gameplay. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> Why would she do that? I mean, I have things to say about like toward like toward the end of the episode and and next in this the 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 preview for next week. We'll just throw this in here though. Okay, so Christina says Tori's so thirsty this season. Yeah, well, this season she's always thirsty, but sometimes she a lot of the time she comes onto the show with a boyfriend, and so she's always about her man. Um, but when she's not about her man, she's always thirsty. That's her style. I love it. Lean into it. Lean in. Lean into your dating reality show origin roots. <laughs> so Casey doesn't trust her. We don't get why. And she, he doesn't understand why Josh is ruining his game for Amber. But I don't understand why you're ruining your game for Amber. Why are they <laughs> ruining their games for Amber? Because literally, I think that that move allowed the, the vets to know what Fessy is willing to do. And I think it just made them be like, okay, I just don't really trust you. Like, I see you. And, this, and the really smart vets are also, they're not really going to say much about that. Like, it's interesting. That move, you didn't really hear much from CT. You didn't really hear much from Bori. You didn't really hear much from Nelson. You didn't really hear much from Anissa. Like, it was just kind of like, they just didn't say anything. But, I mean, Tori says in confessional, like, oh, it's on now. Like, you made the first move. It's on. Like there's no way that he's going to last because when the, the perfect storm is coming and they will throw him in in a second, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, he's they're, they're both actually not good game players. I was very surprised by Casey because we were always like, Casey has such a good social game, but I actually don't think she does. I think that she thrives in numbers, which is fair. Like numbers game for alliances, like they are beneficial. They definitely work for you, but. I actually don't think that she's that great at um, strategizing. You know? Most people aren't this season. If I can be, yeah. I'm really frank. Like there's quite a few things, like especially in deliberations where I'm like, yo, shut up. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I mean, we'll talk about that later, but I'm like, there's no one that's really shining through strategically this season. Except for um, one person, sort of, which is, I can't even say it out loud right now. But Okay. I, I, have, I have some thoughts as well, but yeah, Big Brother is not known for that. We know that. So we see Berna and Nelson sharing an avocado. Is that a cute moment? Do you, do you ship them? No, I do not ship them. <laughs> I do not <laughs> burn at Nelson. It's what about? Out. It's confusing to me. It's confusing. Why is it confusing? Why does she want that? Like, that's just like a part of like her personality that I don't really like understand. 
it could it be the attention. So like, I guess so. I mean, like, yeah, like it's Challenge House or whatever, but I'm like, she just seems to be so no nonsense. And Nelson is the definition of nonsense. He doesn't really act that nonsense. Like, she hasn't seen his confessionals yet. So, like, maybe that's like, maybe she's just meeting him as a person and not realizing what his brand is. But, um, I don't know. I wouldn't get duped by Nelson, but I've only seen him on the show and it's not my not my type, not my style at all. What about Big T and Logan play fighting? Uh, do you ship it? I ship a Big I T hookup. I ship it. I ship it. I ship it. I ship it. I, I ship definitely it. ship it. You were worried about Big T before the season started because you're worried that she's going to get hurt physically. Um, yeah. Do you Are you worried that she's going to get hurt physically or emotionally here? No, I think she's a big girl. Like, even like in the like the scene like later when like Kyle's trying to get some info and she's just like very like, you know, like whatever about it. I don't think that she seems like too head over heels like for Logan. So I'm not worried about her at all. I I mean, I'm hoping that she can get some footing. I don't know why she's not able to get in there like is she just not friends with any of those vets um i don't understand why she's not able to make any connections with them it seems yeah i think like from last season like with the whole tori and anisa thing and then also just like the whole ct thing as much as they like buried the hatchet i think it's just like a thing where ct's like i don't want my game attached to hers anymore mm. And the whole thing with like Tori earlier this season was like weird. So I think that Big T is just, yeah, you're right. She doesn't have her footing and she's just kind of like laying low. But yeah, strategically, she's not really poised well right now. I'm wondering if it's just because she doesn't have a strong partner and she's with, she's with a rookie, but she's with Jeremiah, right? Yes, I believe so. And so being with Jeremiah, that wouldn't be the best because like he's not necessarily going to be strategically sound and he's a rookie. So she doesn't really have any power. Um, I'm sure if she ever won a daily, she would be able to start, you know, yielding that power a little bit so that she can start making some alliances or just like getting settled with what I'm not throwing you in. Will you keep me safe? Get some little agreements made. But so I guess that's why she's kind of laying low. She hasn't had any power yet. And she's just hoping that the vets don't throw her in. Yeah. But I yeah. Mean, I would be keeping big T till the end, either to go down to beat if I have to go into an elimination or be at the final so I can beat her in the end. So I wouldn't be sending big T anywhere. And I like her. Yeah. There's bigger fish to fry. Big T's not. Definitely. Get rid of a lot of other people. <laughs> So Nanny does typical Nanny and um, sits down with like a little get to know you session with Huey and, you know, she giving him like the motivational speaking talk and like, you have what it takes, just no more freak outs. Like, this is what Nani's good at. She's good at making her partners feel good. Completely polar opposite to Fessy. You like this? Absolutely. You gave it the thumbs up. I loved that moment. I loved it. I was like, you are so good at this and you craft better partners this way. And even Huey said himself, he was like, he was like, you know, like Ashley did say that stuff to him, but he didn't listen. He's like, okay, like now I'm going to listen to Nani. Like, and the way that she presents things, like that's why like 
Gabo's like, oh, I want her back. And yeah, like, I mean, she's also gorgeous. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like beautiful and just, she's lovely. Like, who wouldn't want to be a partner with Nani? Who wouldn't want to be her friend? She's lovely. Except when she's throwing noodles at you, Jerong. Uh, you mean especially when she's throwing noodles? <laughs> I mean, I, that would be a fun time. Like, like getting Nani so angry to be like throwing noodles at you. Like that would be my dream, actually. Yeah, I would pay for that. If that could be like a cameo or something, I would pay like for that. Like a weird Dom thing. Yes. <laughs> Dom oh. Can you throw your noodles at me, Nani? Yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening in her only fans. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my kink. How did you know? <laughs> um, hilarious. We took it too far, but that's great. <laughs> um, Gabo feels bad vibes around him and Emmy. And I'm like, this isn't a good for your partnership. Like, yes, we know that Emmy is new to the game and she doesn't really, she's emotional. She doesn't really understand how to be a good partner, but she wants to win. It, it's, it's, they're a terrible partnership. Absolutely. Would you be wanting to maybe fix that relationship or would you want to be jumping ship? I'd want to, I'd want to jump ship. Uh, Emmy needs somebody who is like really, really calm, and more really dominant, more more dominant, like uh, and yeah, where she's just kind of not really a target. Like, I feel like Emmy would be like, and I mean, not saying that I want to see this, but I feel like Emmy would just like work best with like CT, for example. Mm -hmm. Like that would be best because nobody would want to like mess with that really. Um, but yeah, Emmy is, Emmy is like oil and water with a lot of the cast members. Poor girl. I mean, she's, she hopefully we'll figure it out. She's very, very young. We got to keep on remembering that. She's probably born like what, like 1999. Yeah. She's, she's 98. I think the year I graduated high school, 98. Um, like, I'm just saying it's true. It's true. Um, so they, they know that they have to win the daily. They really want to win this daily just to like, they at least have sussed out the fact that they're rookie, rookie team. They're most likely going in if they do not win. So at least they have that fire lit underneath their butts to hopefully win this daily, which is called Minefield. And I thought this was really gr a great daily. I didn't understand a little bit of a part of it. So maybe you can figure it out, help me figure it out. But basically... They start at the destination station. They have to go through these obstacles, collecting pieces. Then they have to solve a math problem. And does that math problem retrieve another, the last puzzle piece? Like I didn't understand what the numbers were that they were giving to their partner that they had to solve on the, for the puzzle piece or whatever. The I didn't really, problem. I didn't really get that either. Okay. Um, but for the most part, it seemed like it was pretty cool. And I was thinking when I saw, I'm like, oh, they stick a math problem at the end. Are they like, CT, we want you to be a little bit of a participant in this season. So <laughs> we're going to give you a math problem because not one person, well, Devin says a third of this cast um, is ca only capable. But I really think that maybe five people can do math on this season and ct is the best at them or puzzles anyways and that's the thing that was such a funny juxtaposition because like the challenge like this daily starts and then you just see like ed like there's like i can't remember who said but it's like a boot camp and everyone's like so ripped and fit and everything and then like 
he's scaling this wall like you just see all the men's backs and they're like just beautifully sculpted but then they get to the math problems and they're like I was like, I, I didn't see what the equation was, but it looked simple. It actually really looked simple. They've done harder numbers before. Yes. Like they were all even numbers. Like a thousand was on there. If there's a thousand on there, and not like 961. Like it was a thousand divided by eight times five. So when you have the multiples of five there, like that's like a very easy part of the equation. Again, I'm horrible at math, but I was like, oh, like, okay. And then, but the overall, I was just like, oh my God, like you guys like do this stuff all the time. Like this, you are not well-rounded. And Nelson, how many times do we have to do this? <laughs> I mean, seasons. I Is like math. You? I like math, but if I didn't like math and I was going on the challenge, like the challenge is people's, this is their job, okay? This is your yeah. job. Why wouldn't you want to become more qualified for your job and practice math? There's a ways, lots of ways to do like more challenging math, like, you know, multiplications that of more than double digits. It's a little bit harder if you're doing it in your head, but there's ways to do it that are simple and fast and easy. So I would be studying quick, how to do math quickly. Um, if this is for a million dollars, it so shocks me that they think that only working out is important in the challenge. You know, in the final, there's always like 90% of the time there's a math problem. Like, yeah, but they just, I think like for a lot of people, they're just like, whatever, like I'm so fit. Like I'll have a partner that we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it was just like rough though. And so I was like worried about Berta because I was like, oh my God, is Berta going to mess this up for CT? Because like CT is the puzzle guy. He's the math guy. Like, and you see CT saying like, oh my God, like my, I don't care if you can crawl underneath crawl. Or I don't care if you're in the circus. Like if you can't do a math problem so I can do a puzzle, like he'll get rid of her. Like he'd just be like, you're out of here. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, CT's super quiet. He's, like, watching everyone and stuff. Like, if he sees that's an issue, he doesn't care. He's done this <laughs> so much that he does not care about hurting people's feelings. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> so I really, yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, I guess they only want Anissa or CT to win this one. And it's funny that both of them are the main focus of this challenge because Anissa climbing the wall probably for like the sixth time like they had to go back and forth quite a few times getting pieces she actually falls and you could visibly see that her shoulder was dislocated like it was looked really painful and that sound like she uh, the, i don't know i was like i felt really bad i'm like anisa don't fall poor logan i don't want logan to not have a partner i want him to stay here with ct i mean with big t what do you think did you think anisa was coming back I did for a second because I was like, uh, as if I'm like I'm a fucking medic. But I was like, oh yeah, dislocated shoulder. We'll take her to the hospital. They'll pop it back in. She'll be back, no problem. So I did. But, like I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like. But I guess like the edit, I was like, ah, oh, this is starting to like seem pretty sketch. So. Um, and remember last season, Nicole did the same thing. She's like, just pop back in. Let me go back out there. And they wouldn't let her do that either. They took her to the hospital yeah. and she wasn't, um, cleared to participate anymore. So maybe, I don't know. 
maybe there's not enough time in between challenges for them to be able to heal enough to be able to stay in the game. But I felt bad. I'm like, Nisa, you know, finally got to a final on All-Stars, and then now she's coming back to the season, and she's medically DQ'd. The worst. That sucks. I know. it. Yeah, medical DQ is always the worst. It's like, I don't want to be, ever want to be extracted from a game. Like, nothing that I could do about it? No, that would be the worst. And she was just saying, like, give me two painkillers and just let me go back out there. And they're like, no. But yeah, even when she got in the van, she was like, oh, fuck. I think she, like, realized, like... It, it hurts. It hurts. How much it hurt. I've never done anything like that really before. But one time, like, my sciatic nerve was flaring up, and that was very painful. So I've, if it feels anything like that, then that hurts like a mofo. Yeah. Ooh. So CT and Berna end up winning this challenge. And I, what I love about CT, and I think it's the sexiest about him, is like how like alpha man, I'm Tarzan. Like he gets after winning stuff and like he like headbutts friggin' Berna. And I was like, oh my God, you're so hot, CT. Like, you're so manly. He <laughs> um, just looks so freaking good. It's wild. Like, he doesn't look like he's aged much at all. I mean, he looks a little bit, like, tired, we'll say. You know what I mean? Like, like he used to have a little more, like, sparkle in his eyes, we'll say, when he was a bit younger. But um, it could just be because he's thicker, you know what I mean? Like, and so, like, his, like, everything's proportioned a little bit differently. But I just loved him winning this challenge. I love that I knew that he was going to win this challenge just because there was math in it. I love mm. that... You know, Casey and Emmanuel thought that they had a chance at beating CT at a puzzle. I was like, sorry, Emmanuel, you might like Casey and think she's a good partner for physical stuff, but she ain't the brightest star in the sky. No, that's always gonna get that's always gonna get her. Even if she can like make it in this final, she's not well rounded. So. I wonder though, okay, so in that actual competition or in the daily, could they tell their partner like, hey, like, I don't know what the answer is. Can you help me with this puzzle? And just tell them the equation? I don't think so. Because I think somebody would have done it. Are they smart enough? We don't know. We don't know. Um, another thing though, I don't know if I just mentioned this or if I just thought it, but apparently on the challenge, they don't even ask them to do order of operations. So it's just straight through. And I'm like, see, they're just going straight through and you're having a hard time not being like, okay, you had to multiply that and then add that. And then, you know what I mean? Uh, like they're not going back and forth. So if you're just doing it linearly, um, math is pretty easy for basic. Yeah, CT was saying like grade eight math or eighth yeah. grade as they say in the States. Yeah. It's so, it's so embarrassing. Guys, but CT wins. He's a badass. I get five points. For Berna, you get five points for CT. Um, Michelle's teams, I don't know about her teams because we are the only ones really racking in any points. Michelle, you know we love you. We know that Bettina and friends are thriving in their own right. Um, but uh, you didn't really have a good showing this episode. I'm sorry. Um, no. Unless she has big T, or do you have big T? She is big T. Okay, so she got some points this episode. 
Yes, Michelle couldn't be here today, so we will um, talk about the points and stuff like that, but we will let Michelle know what's going down next week. Um, okay, did you notice this? So CT was giving Emmy some tough love. Emmy was kind of like, uh, freaking out a little bit and CT kind of came over and we're like, no, you're good. Like giving her some like motivation. Do you think that that's a little bit of like, um, kind of like what Devin might be doing with like getting in good with the rookies? Like Emmy is going to adore CT of course. And so why does he, he doesn't need to give her any encouragement. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think so. I honestly think that CT is, quite cold-hearted when it comes to the game, to be completely honest. Right. I don't think he does things for people just for the sake of doing it for them. Everything always has some kind of ulterior motive to better position him and 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 improve his game in some way. Because he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't need to do that. And this season, he also just kind of seems like over like really just over the drama and like wanting to be as far away from it as possible. So yeah, that totally strikes me as, uh, as that. That's why I think it's funny though. And I'm like, the, the producers are like, okay, you've been a little bit quiet CT. So this um, challenge didn't have an equation before, but we're going to give an equation now. So you can most likely win this. Um, yeah. I do think that they did that to be fair. So, Berna is celebrating with Nelson. So are they dating? Why is Ashley not super pissed off? Like, I'm just kind of like, what? they haven't really touched on what's going on there. And then when they won, Ashley was cheering for CT and Berna when they were re-entering the house. So is this because Ashley was feeling worried that Berna might want a little bit of revenge? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. I think so. I think uh, I think Amanda probably had a talk with Ashley as well. That's my best guess and was probably like, chill girl, you, you need to chill out. <laughs> yeah, like you're I mean, I would be saying that to her. For sure. Like, if Amanda's telling you to chill out, like, oh boy. <laughs> no kidding, honey. But yeah, I definitely think that Amanda probably talked to her. She probably had a good think and was like, okay, I need to pump the brakes. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why make yourself a target with a rookie over some dude that's like, you know what he's all about? I don't know. So we see next Logan talking to Josh, and Logan wants to go into elimination because he doesn't have a partner. Now, I get this, and I totally like understand wanting to be able to go down and choose your partner, but he doesn't have to necessarily do this. He could still just not go in and see who he gets later. So I was pretty impressed that Josh was giving him good advice for Logan and that there was some sort of friendship between Josh and Logan. Uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Yeah, I know. I, I was letting you saying this, say this. But uh, I'm starting to more than tolerate Josh. And I do, when he's not like really crazy, like popping off and stuff, I do appreciate and I do start to see how he does have, he does make really close friendships with people because he's very earnest about things. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. For some reason, this episode, I was like, 
oh, I, I like that. I like that he's being nice to Logan and like looking out for him because he doesn't have to. And it's not necessarily like just, it is obviously like it's helpful for Josh's game because he effectively has lost two allies, but he's still just like, oh no, like I actually care about this person and their well being and I want to look out for them. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it again later. I'll let you have this moment right now. But I was like, wow, I like what Josh is saying right now to Logan. And is is Josh trying to build a rookie army? Is he actually executing this? Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just giving him too much credit. But like the fact that he is in with Devin and Josh, Logan, and allowing them to influence what they do. Logan being very strong and seemingly will take some advice from both of them. I was like, hmm, maybe Devin has been rubbing up on Josh and he's been like, got to chill out on some of this stuff because it makes you a target and unlikable. So we want people to like you. And maybe he's just told him that flat out. And I maybe- think so. Maybe Josh was like, you know what? You're right. People don't hate, people love to hate you, but people hate me. Let me maybe take a peek out of your book, Devin. Yeah. So Jose says, I think this season has proved to me that Josh is a real friend and seeing the long game. Yeah. He saw Casey and Fessy being messy with their gameplay. It will be interesting to see how the Big Brother Alliance changes throughout the challenge now well i hope it's over because it it isn't good for, i don't like it <laughs> yeah I mean, at least me either on the season and i can't believe out of all the big brother people and amber but um josh is my favorite like amber separate i don't really think of her as part of it i can't believe i said that yeah, all right I'm sure Michelle is going to feel the same way though. I need to know if Michelle also has come around with Josh this episode because it started to happen last week where we're like, what is he the voice of reason? I feel like we're in like a twilight zone, alternate universe, like new dimension, something, something. So Anissa comes back from the hospital with a sling and she has dislocated her shoulder and she's told that she has to leave the game and she's obviously very upset about this and she's hugging and crying everybody. She's apologizing to obviously Tori because, you know, she feels bad that she's not able to contribute to Tori getting to the end and winning. She's kind of leaving her, her best friend um, on her own. Uh, and then I have to say though, when Logan was hugging her so gently, I did cry. Did you cry? Absolutely not, but. <laughs> absolutely. <gasps> I cried, but it could be because I cried for Big Brother tonight, so I had like my tear ducts were all worked up. Um, uh, that episode yet? So I'm just saying. So yeah, I cried. Was just saying goodbye to Logan, and then Logan says, and I wish he didn't say this out loud that people could hear him, but he says like, "Don't worry, I have Devin will take care of me," and I was like, "Yeah, that's what I mean, bitch." That's what I mean. I'm like, these rookies, like, loose lips sink ships. <laughs> In your confessional, like, don't say that out loud. But it's funny because it's, like, it's a dumb enough crew of people that some of this stuff is, like, can slide. 
But if it was like more strategic crew of vets, like these people would be like out for soccer. Done. You'd just be like, oh, perfect. Okay, we'll break that up. We'll yeah. break that up. Because right, right now it just seems like power and just get rid of the rookies, which is fine. It's a numbers game. It's kind of like survivor style. It's like whoever wins, you know, takes somebody out from the other side and the rookies haven't been winning at all. So it is what it is. I will be excited to see if there's any gameplay that will come out. One is just like the, the veteran bloodbath. I'm excited for that. Yes. Jose says, side note, Josh and Amber are so awesome to me. New fan of them for the first time. New fan of them. This is our time. Like, I like Amber, but I'm not a big fan of Amber. And I'm becoming more of a fan, -ber, fan, -ber, a fan of Amber now. And We're fanbers, baby. I'm sorry? We're fanbers, baby. Fanbers? Is that what it is? We're fanbers? Yeah. We're fanbers. Are we foshes? Like, fans of Josh's? Michelle's gone for one week. <laughs> We're like, Bambers! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Riley is team K Bessie and Casey. You might have responded to this already further down in the chat, Riley. But why? <laughs> just help me understand. I just want to understand. You can enjoy people's gameplay, whomever you like. But right now, I like theirs the least, personally. I'm, I'm the, the least wanting them to be successful. I'm more so rooting against them and hoping that they get thrown in. So I don't, I'm curious how you arrived on the complete other side of this. Ed dancing. Oh, we're getting to Ed dancing right about now. It's club zone time, Fanta. We have Ed dancing. We got a little bit of Emmy and Gabo talking. What did you pick up from this Club night, other than the same bad like music. Oh yeah, I'm not. I don't love the dancing as much. Um, it was fine, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we've got some conversations that are happening. We've got um, Emmy and Gabo. Uh, we've got Devin in the mix, like starting to talk to CT, and and they're trying to kind of. Uh, get scheming. Um, I mean, nothing t too much happened in the club scene. Nothing like super exciting. Uh, well, one thing that was exciting that happened. Well, first, um, so Gobble wants Naughty back. So that was one thing that was happening in the chat with Emmy. But the other thing was Devin talks to Logan. So we saw just before that Josh talks to Logan. And Devin talks to Logan and tells, and Logan says that he wants to go down. He wants to be able to have the opportunity to change his player, his, his partner. And so Devin takes that information and he takes it to Kyle and CT and they start joking and laughing about these rookies that are wanting to throw themselves in. And it's not even a skull twist. So what do you think about the fact that Devin wasn't as loyal to Logan as it seemed like Josh was? um and bringing that information over well this is a thing though right this is what i'm saying is like they're like logan's just not really thinking about these things he's not thinking hey potentially like somebody could use this information against me like he's not thinking about that and it's like it's not just for this elimination but also for like future eliminations like that they can manipulate him very easily because they know that he's not thinking far ahead. 
So Logan is not thinking as it stands right now that Devin can screw him over or CT can screw him over. He's not thinking that. Yeah, I see just like maybe just one track mind like I'm going to go in, I'm going to go against Gabo and we will talk a little bit more about how he may have been thinking like, oh, shoot, they might they could turn against me here like, oh, I can't just tell them what I want to have happen. They could choose to do whatever they want. So I, I was expecting him to get a taste of the challenge. You know what I mean? By throwing yourself in and it's not against you. I was really expecting that. I was um, too. We will talk about it more in a second. Um, Gabo does complain to Nani about um, you know his partner, Emmy. And Nani, though, lets him know that like they're thinking that it will most likely be a male elimination for the fact that Anissa is gone. So I was like, that's very true. I hadn't thought about it until they had mentioned it. So I was like, I like that they're thinking. I like that, you know, she's basically being like, plan to go in because it's probably just going to be you, not with your partner. Which I think it's for him, it was better for him because I don't think that working with Emmy would be best for him in an elimination situation. Ooh, no. No. So Logan and Big T are under the covers and she has, she's like an octopus in bed with tentacles. That's a five points for Big T and five points for Logan, right? Absolutely, yeah. Thank you, thank you. I'll take those points. That's a hookup point, a hookup that we ship up. We ship it, we I like it. it. We ship it. And then yeah. Kyle comes in the next morning, sorry, not that time, but they're sitting down and like, <laughs> he's feeding her food and she's like, oh my God, you're a good cook. And, like, and he's like, oh, it's really healthy. And like, so they're kind of flirting and being a little bit coupley. And I guess this is the after they had a, a serious makeout sesh of some sort. And Kyle, nosy big brother, comes in. He's like, so what's going on between you two? Like, is it friendship, something sexual? Like, what's happening? He's so nosy. <laughs> I would be asking too. He's so nosy. So Carolyn, hi Carolyn, says, I like how Kyle was acting like a big brother to Big T, asking Logan where this relationship was going with Big T. I do. I do like But I like how I like how Big T played it off and she was just like, he was like, he's when Kyle's like, Well, do you do you like him? And then she's just like, I like everybody. He likes everybody. Um, very like I, I do like their relationship. Okay, Nighty says now I've been watching them the past three seasons and they've been slacking heavy this season due to Big Brother. Who are we talking about slacking? Sorry, hold on. Oh, maybe this. Maybe it's this. Um, something going on with Amber um, and Berna. Tori and all of them are making comments about her too why aren't we seeing it yeah i don't know why we're not seeing what is really going on to make this the understand the storyline with amber b and berna like it, it does feel like there's a little bit more going on that we are understanding um i don't know yet josefa hi christina so casey showed her number first um is out first one out is josh and fessy tonight sorry what i can't read I think I need glasses. I'm tired right now. I can't read what's being said here. Sorry, guys. Uh, so Casey showed who her number one is out of Josh and Fessy tonight. Okay, I understand. <laughs> like, it looked like totally different numbers at that point, or words. Um, yeah. yeah. 
So definitely Fessy is Casey's number one. Absolutely. Josh is not somebody that she wants to even understand where he's coming from. And pretty much, yeah, right now she totally, they have a fight in the kitchen. Is that a fight point, would you say? Argument between Casey and Josh? Uh, I don't know. Okay, we'll ask Michelle this. We'll get Michelle. What do you guys yeah. think? Guys in the chat, do you think that um, we should get Casey and Josh fight points for their tiff in the kitchen? I mean, at the end of it, they're like, well, don't talk to me anymore. I mean, they didn't, it wasn't elevated emotionally, but, you know, she's like, you, you take things way too personally. He's like, okay, okay, okay. My vote is no, but we can wait and see what... Uh... Michelle says. Wait, I don't even have any of these people, do I? She, what Michelle has, Josh, right? Probably. She does. Yeah. Yep. Let's pull. She and got, do you have Casey, or do I have Casey, or does she have Casey? And Michelle also has Josh or oh. Casey. Okay, so she's gonna say yes because, like, yeah, she'll probably say yes. But we'll we'll ask her. She'll be fair. We'll be fair. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So we'll ask Michelle this, unless you guys in the, in the chat can help us figure this out. And this is, at this point, like, after a fight-ish that Josh has with Casey, when Josh was like, listen, like, I just, I feel like, you know, you didn't, didn't support me and my partner and, like, that I didn't think it was a good idea to come for Amber so soon. And Casey's like, can't get things way too personally. And he's like, I'm done. He's like, oh, you're done? And he's like, I'm not talking to you the rest of the season. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Casey's coming across to me as a little bit emotionally here because I like I didn't actually think that Josh was coming in hot. Like I thought that he was really trying to. That was the coolest he's ever been. I was like expecting him to like blow up, but the way they made it seem in the preview last week, yeah, was like as though something happened. Something a massive fight happened, so I was expecting that, but it didn't. Not at all. And right then, I, I think I'm going to show you this in writing. I said, I can't believe I'm liking Josh this season. It's in writing, guys. It is in writing. That means it's official that up until episode five, this season, I've grown to not dislike Josh. Just, I said it. So at the deliberation, um, what I thought was really funny was, so CT's like, we have no reason to screw anybody over. You know, he's heard from two of the rookies that they want to go in. He doesn't want to disrupt, the, like rock the boat. So he's just going to give them what they want. You know, very diplomatic. And then Fessy needs to pipe in with, um, you know, like he, he's going to do exactly what he says he's going to do because he knows if he doesn't do that, like, like you know, he's going to have everybody watching him. And I was like, that's a comment from a scared man. That's very scared uh, man. And I didn't feel like CT was being a little bit sketchy. Like, cause I was like, I started salivating. I was like, Oh my God, is he going to use Logan to try to take out Fessy and be like, I'm protecting my partner, my old partner that you did done dirty. I was just like hoping for that. Did you have that little inkling of maybe that would happen? <laughs> No, I didn't because I really just get the sense of for CT more than any other season that he literally does not give a fuck about anybody else but himself. Mm -hmm. Like, 
hasn't really seemed to like connect with Amber, despite the fact that like Amber like literally helped him win. Mm-hmm. And like they obviously they helped each other, but I just I find that very interesting. But I just, I just I really get an overwhelming sense from CT that he just he does not care about anybody but himself. Ah, yeah, that, that means that he wants to win. Um, but I just thought it would it could have been an opportunity to maybe take out Fessy. Fessy. Um, Fessy also says that everybody, you know, so far this season is playing a straightforward game. And Amber is not going to let him say statements like that without turning to him and being like, oh, everybody's playing a straightforward season? Sorry. And she's like, oh, you, oh, you want to go? Oh, you want to do this now? You want to do this now? It's like, wait, Fessy, you spoke up. <laughs> Yeah. You said something that's untrue about your character, and now you're mad that I'm pointing out the fallacies here in your statement? Yeah, I was like, what's the issue here? She's right. Like, you really, oh, it just gets him when people <laughs> call him out. But it's like, dude, like, you, it's because you do shit. <laughs> like, what do you expect? I, if she I wants don't... to be, like, nasty to you, like, the rest of the season, like, She's earned that right. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, Nika. Thank you for being here. Less, rest, is it an I rest in peace. Messy, messy guys. Yeah, messy is messy, and I don't. I'm not here for it at all. Yes, Big T and Logan shipping, shipping, shipping. Nani is the rookie whisperer. I think I called her that um, before. Um, she really is, and it's a perfect position for her to be in because. Nobody, none of the rookies are ever going to come for Dottie because they want to at least keep their rookie people, as many of them, in the game as possible. They, they know that they can't cannibalize, even if they're all going to be going in. Um, and, she, like, the vets are never going to go after her because they all like her. So she definitely allows her whispering to put her in a really good situation. One of the equations was 1,000 divided by 5 times 800 plus 700 minus 50. Come on, guys. And you need to sell a piece of paper for that one? Guys. She's Louise. She's Louise. Anyways, they're not bright. But thank you, Christina, for sharing that. Because like, I think that they don't show it to us because we don't want them, us to know how stupid they actually are. <laughs> or not good at math. Hi, Whitney. Thanks for being here. Haven't seen the episode yet. Just dropping in to say screw Pessy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Screw Fessy, for sure. Hi, Netha. Hello, ladies. Haven't seen the episode, but just woke up and saw the lie. Just wanted to say hi and bye. We will catch up with the review later. Good vibes. Yes, Netha, love you in the UK. Thank you for having a little hello. Hello. Hmm. Casey's been trying to get Josh to chill for seasons. Demi must have the magic Josh touch. Josh does like looking up to people. And so I think that there's a part of whatever Devin does that he look like it's game represent like uh it has to appreciate other game. Like Devin plays a game that I think Josh wants to play. And I think yes. once once Devin allowed Josh into his like friend vibe, I think he's mentoring him. Yeah, I think so. And I think that Devin is just I mean, he's just smarter about a lot of things, so he can talk to people better. Oh boy. 
Casey's always been my fave since Big Brother days. She's usually on point with her social game. She's playing the Amber thing wrong, though. Absolutely. Fessy getting so much hate that I'm like, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm definitely one of those people that goes to the other side. of People hate Fessy. Like, not Fessy, but in certain situations where I'm like, I'm going to like the person that everybody's coming for. But not with Fessy. Um, he just, he really infuriates me too much. He does. I'm burdened when it comes to Amber B. Too much whining. She's a beast, though. Josh brings nothing um, competitively, but social game on point this season so far. Yeah, agreed. Um, Berna, though, I don't really think she's whining too much. Like, if she whines any more about it after this episode, because she did have the moment at the beginning where she's crying to Josh, and I think that that's, that's it. Like, she came back from elimination, a lot of adrenaline. Like, she won, and I think do think that feelings are heightened emotions are heightened in that situation like i would probably cry after i win an elimination just because of like oh my god i did it so i think that just the timing of that was because it was after and she just got screwed over by someone that she thought she was in alliance with and if she starts talking about it more though i might get annoyed without doing something about it yeah i i agree i think that it would be cool to just see her like just be really focused in trying to get rid of him Yes. Let me see this happen. Like, I want to see what he's so afraid of. Because, like, yeah. I don't think that she's got it to be able to come and get him. Um, so I would love to see her try. That yeah. would just make me really respect her game a lot. Not that, like, it just would prove something to me. Like, she came out of this elimination last week. It's not like I feel that she's an even better competitor. Like I know that she's very strong with running and endurance and stuff like that. I don't know if she's that well-rounded, but I would love to see her orchestrate Fessy's demise. That would give me respect with Amber, personally. Full mm -hmm. respect. Full respect. So... Huey says it's survival of the rookies in his confessional. And then he decides to take it as an opportunity to fight with Hugo. Those are fight points, right? With Gabo? Gabo, sorry. Hugo with Gabo. Uh, Huey with Gabo. Uh, right. Yes, absolutely. Those are... Um, oh, I'll I... stand on a chair! I'll stand on a chair! You want to try to expose me? He's so messy. <laughs> Huey's so messy. Like, it's just like... For the point where then it gets to the point where like Ashley was like, stop, you're gonna get yourself thrown in there. Like, it's even Naughty so was like, oh, this might be a little bit too messy for me. He oh. is messy. What's like, on? like, he's great. He's great TV. Um, he's a great competitor, oddly enough, but he's messy and he's also cringe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he needs to just like, just like reeling in a little bit. It's like, it's not like, hasn't he realized it's not helpful? He hasn't had to reap what he sows yet. Like by like getting into, well, he, I guess last week he did get thrown in. Um, but people will throw you in when you act this way because they're just like, Oh, it's perfect. Easy vote. He annoyed us. Like everybody can vote for him now. So I don't know why he doesn't just like rein it in a little bit. He doesn't need to be that on all the time. No. But, um, yeah, he really didn't want Gabo to expose him. But nonetheless, the teams that are going to be, like, um, what's the word? 
compromise is Anissa, who's obviously DQ'd, and Logan. So why do you think that CT was pushing for Logan and Anissa to be the ones that are the houseboat? This is why I was thinking that Fessy was doing a little bit of fancy footwork potentially and was maybe going to throw in Fessy. I really was like, oh my God. Really? That's interesting. I didn't think that at all. I was like, because even CT said it at the club and was like, great, let's, let's put on my hands. Like he's really just trying to stay like under the radar as much as possible. And doing that is perfect. I think if he went for Fessy, it would kind of blow up the type of game that he's trying to play this season. But like, I don't think anybody would be mad at him. Like Nelson would be like, thanks bro. Like mm -hmm. Corey, thanks bro. Josh, thanks bro. The only person that would be mad would be yeah. Casey. Like, who cares? But, uh, Casey would be upset. And then sort of by proxy. Nani. So it could be because maybe, of the Nani. Maybe or maybe not. And it, I just feel like it would have just ruffled a little bit too much. I feel like it's just too much of a wave for CT to make. Yes, Nika. Um, Huey just always wants to fight. Um, he's so scrappy. So Dabu thinks that CT might be lining up Emmy as plan B if he opts to ditch Berna. Well, I think Berna's still right now a good partner for him to have. I think that yeah. Emmy is too, she's also too messy. Yeah, um, I don't think CT's doing that. I think that he wants to keep Berna. I think that he could probably even run a final with Berna. I agree. Because um, like, who else do you think would be a better partner for CT in the final? Obviously, Amber again, because they've proven that they can do it. Uh, um, yeah, Amber again. Um, and to be honest, I think... Ashley? I, I, um, I would say no. I, I would say that the only uh, person that... CT would want to run with would be like Berna or um, or uh, Amber because what about Casey? No, I think that Casey um, she's just not really well rounded enough, and CT knows that even so much so to the point today where he is saying like okay, this worries me about Berna's math. Because yeah, that looks like he's thick, like Casey's math is very bad. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I obviously, I think he knows that, and I, I don't think that he would be into Casey. Um, he knows for fact, though, that Amber is terrible at math. Yeah. So. And he was worried, though. In that final last season, he was worried. Like, he was stressed about that. Well, and like, so I, don't, I don't know what actually happened, but some people were speculating last season that it was supposed to be both partners finishing the math equation. Whichever duo finished theirs first was going to advance and get like whatever the two minute head start was. But instead, they changed it apparently because CT got that first, but Amber was dead last with, or I don't even know if she figured it out with her math equation. So I'm wondering if that's true and he's like oh like like that nearly cost me the game like the producers literally threw us a bone here 
I think so. I mean, we all kind of know, like, tinfoil hat. There's always some producer interference, whatever that may be. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I see Christina's comment here that, you know, you, you think that CT wants Ashley as his partner. I, I, I don't think so. I think that CT has like learned what type of person he works with the best. And Ashley hasn't really shown up a lot. She hasn't been to a final in a while. I know like these rookies haven't even done a final, but I think that she's just mentally just like kind of way too up and down for CT. And I think that he's just not interested in babysitting. Yeah. And I think he likes Berna's focus. Like yeah. once she figured it out on that elimination, I think that that allowed him to have faith in her. Yes. Right? And she's like, Absolutely. okay, let me rein this in. Let me win this. And I think that that was something that was attractive to him as a partner that she knows how to turn that on. And Ashley does, but she's too involved in the drama right now. Yeah, she's just not focused. She's not focused. And I personally, like if I was a vet, I would rather run with Amber or somebody like Berna. Uh, yeah, because like Ashley, like she like screams sometimes. She wants to quit. Like she won't do stuff. Like she is a little bit too all over the place, and I wouldn't be able to trust that she would be a good partner for the whole final. So very true, very true. So yeah, I don't know, Natalie. Um, do we want big? Do we even want Amber back on Big Brother? She's not a good strategist. Big Brother, I like strategy. Big Brother isn't for Amber. That was not a good. That was not a good season for her, and like. You just see more of her personality now. I wouldn't mind seeing more of her and Jeremiah. Like, what's their vibe like as a couple? I, I'm curious about that a little bit. Yeah. I'm curious. So what happened next? Okay, so we see Big T talking to Priscilla about Logan. And she actually is worried about him going down into the lair because this means that she must really have feelings for him. Um, I thought it was cute. Give Priscilla some damn like airtime. Who's her partner? Uh, no, uh, Nelson. Corey. Nelson or Corey? <laughs> I don't know. Who's Corey? Oh, Corey's with Bettina. Isn't I thought Nelson was with Bettina. Well, remember like the meme or like the the clip of Nel or Corey looking at Bettina while she's laughing? Oh yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, Nelson's with Priscilla. Why haven't we seen anything about this pairing? Like, I want to. What's going on? Are do they work decently well together? Like, I couldn't even see Priscilla in that challenge. I just think a lot of people are have are boring this season. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that like Jeremiah has much to offer. I don't think like Corey has much to offer. They're just not doing anything. Like, they're just like. Chill. Corey never had anything to offer other than like like being messy with his hookups, and now that he's a Family Guy, like what does he what does he got to bring to the table? No beefs, nothing. No no girls fighting over him. Nobody peeing in bed. Like no like oh. none of this. <laughs> Bless. We love you, none Kayla. Kayla. <laughs> so the lair. So it's going to be. Logan has the house boat, as we saw. 
And TT does send in Gabo. So I was kind of surprised that he didn't do something kind of sneaky. It is early, so it was just me getting excited of the possibility of just like screwing over Fessy. But Gabo goes down. And so what this uh, layer elimination is, a big uh, puzzle piece is on the ground and up top is a grid. And they had to climb a rope to see the answer key and then put all the puzzle pieces in the correct spot in the correct direction. I thought it was actually pretty challenging for the fact that like, there were repeats of puzzle pieces and sometimes the same puzzle pieces were going in different directions. So how do you think you would have done this challenge most effectively? It was hard. Mm. But oh, hold on, I have one question though, sorry. Yeah, and yeah, go ahead. It's all like every piece had a place, right? So it wasn't, there wasn't any extra pieces to trip them up? No, 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 no. Every piece but that's the thing. It's the, I think the rotations were what were really like the fact that the puzzle piece could be four different things, I think was like really like messing them up. But ugh, God, I don't know. Yeah. Like honestly to do it row by row, but then the difficult thing is like climbing up the rope to do each row. Like you really have to get up there and like have that row, like truly madly deeply memorized. And yeah, I think obviously that was what, was a massive problem for both of them. I mean, as soon as I saw the puzzle, I was like, oh, Gabo's going home. Mm -hmm. Me too. And they were making it seem though that like that Logan was gonna win hands down. I'm like, wait, no, when Logan, when he's getting the edit that he's gonna win hands down, that means he's probably gonna, you know, upset the apple cart here and go home. So I was like, mm -hmm. I was very worried. Who did you want to come back? Because it seems like Nani really wanted Gabo to come back. Well, I don't know. I was torn because they, like, this, I was, and I was torn and I was surprised because this was the episode where they finally, like, got us to really like Gabo. <laughs> they did. I was like, why did you, why did y'all do this so late? Like, he's actually, like, so sweet and, like, lovely and even like it was so funny when he was like i'm i'm praying to mike this situation to like get this done and it's like he's a very enjoyable person that we didn't get to know until this episode but at the same time i really like logan as well and i really want to see that that relationship with big t progress so i was torn but i more so i was like uh i i it would be better if logan came back yeah me too i mean I just don't, um, I don't, I, yeah, I'm more stakes in the big T Logan relationship. I want to see how far Logan can get. I have more faith that he's going to, could get to a final and potentially win than Gabo. Yes, he has a nice relationship with, with Nani. Um, yes, he was starting to learn a little bit more about the game and how to play, but I don't have faith in him actually getting to the end and winning. So he can go. But, um, yeah. But I loved it, Caroline, as well. Him pray, playing, praying to Mike the situation. Like, gotta love that. I think someone else messaged that he learned English from watching Jersey Shore. Um, that's even better. Gabo said he learned English from watching Jersey Shore. That's, mm -hmm. that's amazing. That is amazing. I, I actually love that big time. So Higher Asics was the name of this competition and they had to pull themselves up and we learned that Logan is training to be a fireman mm -hmm. um, or a firefighter. And he was really impressive the first time that he went up and I was like, oh, he's just gonna fly through it like this. 
and then Gabo started flying through it, and then you see Logan checking, and it's wrong, and then Gabo not checking, going back up and actually physically checking instead of calling TJ to check it. Like, why do you think he was calling T not calling TJ to check it? Do you think he just knew that he wasn't correct? Yeah, I mean, calling TJ to check it, it does waste time as well. And I think maybe he thought he could get up faster, look at it, and then get back down there. Because he was saying, like, his arms weren't getting tired. He was like, oh, yeah, they're just pumping up more. <laughs> it's like, okay, man. Like, I've never done those ropes before. Maybe once when I was, like, 12. And I, I, I never took gym after that. <laughs> crazy. Like, I was, like, watching it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, he literally could have kept going. Like, he was not getting tired. Those aren't popcorn muscles after all, aren't they? They were for reals. We're for reals. And then I was like, what the F is Logan doing? Like, when he was just like, tired? I'm like, you don't get tired? Like, get down there and figure out what the problem is. And then he's down there just like flipping things and rotating a couple things, rotating a couple things. And she was like, no, you got to go back up there. Yeah, I like how TJ was like, stop. Like, <laughs> go up. Because you could just, you could be standing there forever and like that's, TJ's not gonna, like that's annoying. He's not gonna be looking, keep looking at it every single time you move one little thing. And you could make it worse. Yeah, you could be, well, he was only seeming to move, be moving the triangles. Yeah. But that's what I would have probably memorized for sure were like those things. So it'd be like triangle up on second one, triangle this way, third one, triangle this way, triangle this way, and maybe work that way to make sure that I had all those done first. Um, but also though, you can see your answer from when you're up at the top, right? Yeah. So that's also why I didn't understand why they would be in the wrong spot after, you know? Because, like, when you go up there and you look at the key and you're, like, and then you look down, it's like, oh, that one's incorrect. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's just, like, tiredness and, like, just the adrenaline and, like, not knowing, I think, just compounded together and was freaking Logan out. Yes, but it was a nail-biter. Um, I wouldn't have been mad if, if Gabo came back, but Logan does end up getting the win and he is going to be coming back into this game. I was happy Big T looked ecstatic. So I'm happy that Big T is going to get a honey butter back. <laughs> and Logan takes Nani. Um, Huey was worried that Gabo was going to take Nani, but we have Logan taking Nani. What do you think about this? I mean, it's a smart game move. It's very, very smart. They're going to make a great pair. Um, I was just shaking my head at uh, Gob or sorry, Huey, because I was like, and he realized that too. Like he just acts so emotionally out of turn. And then after he's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. And that's the thing. It's like, you made this whole thing about Nani. So not only are you just making yourself look like a jackass, but you're also making all the rookies go, oh, like, so Nani is the best. Okay. <laughs> we'll get Nani after this. Like, again, this comes down to this thing where I'm like, God, so many of you need to just shut your fucking mouths. Yep. And, and the thing, too, with um, 
you know, Hugo can't really even be mad at Logan because Logan actually doesn't have a partner that he could be going back to, right? So he literally doesn't have any allegiance to anybody. And so it's like, well, if two people are fighting over Nani, I might as well take the, the rookie whisperer away from Huey, get myself locked into the person that seems to be keeping their partners safe and go work work with Nani and figure out how to play this game. I think that they will work very well together. I agree. 110%. He's so understanding and she is well, but he's also encouraging. He's not, you know, uh, shaming at all. Like he's very, a very, 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 very good partner. And I think that they can even win challenges together. Like I don't even think that they'll just be like safe. Like I think that they could actually win. I agree. I'm excited. I'm excited to see them. I'm, I'm excited that I got 10 more points there. Thank you, Logan. So Logan and Galba have shown these women more respect in four episodes than the other men in three seasons. Dabu! That's true. It's true. Like, what can I say? If you have Fessy on a season, there's probably going to be some lady disrespect. Just <laughs> So that is pretty much it for the episode. I didn't see the trailer for the next episode. So do you want to tell me what went on there? So. <laughs> we see Fessy and Josh getting into a fight. Oh, so this is where it's happening. I thought it was this episode that was going to happen. There's some hands being thrown. Oh, boy. And then we see uh, Esther throwing a drink on Amber and I, it was interesting because I was watching in the background and you see like Tori's just like ooh like kind of like egging on what Esther's doing and I was like that's so immature and it's so interesting because you see like Amber's reaction and she's just more like shocked like what like why did you do this so yeah next episode should be uh pretty spicy some points some points for people uh, I'm actually going to like go through, I don't know if I should do like a Google Doc with our points or what I should do. If there's a way to make it look a little more pretty or something, I need to figure out a way. Oh, we should take a look though before we say sayonara at our draft, just to see what it's looking like right now. Anissa's gone. I took a hit this episode. Anissa and Gabo are gone. I, uh, I, I, I'm so surprised though. I didn't hear at all that Anissa wasn't going to finish out the season. Like, we usually hear murmurs of some things. You're like, oh, I don't know what happens. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. But I didn't hear no, any murmurs. I was kind of surprised about that. Okay, so we're losing Anissa, unfortunately. And then, where's your Gabo? There he is. Woo! Fanta. Actually, you're still not doing too, too badly. Let's see your team. Yeah, never... Go ahead. I haven't really lost anyone in a while. I mean, yeah, it definitely took a hit this episode, but it's not looking too bad. I just, the year, you have to have put everything in on CT. Like, he has to win, because I don't really have that much faith in, could Kyle win? Maybe, if he gets to the right people at the end. Like, if he's running with, like, Josh and Devin or something, he could win. Corey, who are you? Like, where, where are you? Who are you? It was them for for Big Brother was Zingbot. I just want to zing Corey. Like all these, I just want to zing them. I know. Huey's not winning. Ed's 
could get to the final though. I can see him being the type that I can see Ed getting to the final. Um Esther, I don't know if that was a good idea throwing a drink in Amber's face. Um we get you are some still a rookie. It's worrisome. Uh Tori, maybe she'll get to the end. I'm not sure. Emmy, I don't have faith in her. So really you have to put all your faith in, I would say, CT, Kyle, Tori. And Ed, those I think would be your strongest half. I would agree. Mine, ooh, actually, I mean, I don't, Fessy's just a waste, but I want him here for points. I don't have any faith that he's going to win the season. Ashley, she kind of toned it down a little bit this episode. So it could be because she's not with Huey and he doesn't like rile her up. Logan could be um, a rookie that gets to the end. Same with Berna. Same with Emmanuel. Nani's in a de decent place to get to the end again. Um, I don't think with, sorry, Nelson, sorry, Priscilla and Amber, you have too many people that don't want you in the game. I, I just don't, I just don't know if I can see your path. Um, she'll probably have to go down into the lair often. And I just don't know if she can come back out all the time. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't see Amber getting to the end again. No. Casey, she, if like she loses Fessy, she could maybe fall back a little bit and like play her cuddle game and just get to the end and run it. I don't know if she can win because the math thing and she Casey can't can never win. She's not, she's not well-rounded enough. Yeah. Um, she's like, yeah, she's not, she's not great. Devin. I mean, I'm putting in that Devin's making to a final this season. I feel like he's putting in the right work. I think the fact that he's whispered Josh into listening to him, toning down his game, um, giving good advice to people. What? I really can see Josh, Kyle, and Devin like figuring it out and getting to the freaking end. Is that insane? That's insane. Yeah, that is insane. I see it happening though. And then Jeremiah, no shot. Big T, no shot. Josh, maybe. Bettina, no shot. So, oh, Amanda, maybe. But not really. I don't see it that many people protecting her. But she's who? She's with Josh right now. So she might be safe for a bit. She might get yeah. far. I just don't know if she'll win when she needs to in order to stay in the game. Yeah. But it's going to be the vet bath soon. So that's um, going to be exciting. The blood bath of the vets. So do you have anything going on you want to share with the people before we say deuces? Gosh, no. What about your fundraising? Done? Oh, yes. I will give a link. We're doing a, a, a big fundraiser. I can't make the link public just yet. We're hoping okay, to do cool. it in, in the next couple of days. Um, but we're doing a fundraiser for All Out. They provide... Um, they push for uh, law equality for LGBT all over the world uh, in places where it is criminalized, punished by death. Um, so they do amazing things globally. Uh, so we're, we're doing a major fundraiser for them for uh, my my birthday that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Was that the 12th um, or the 12th? It's the 15th. Oh, I always think you're the 12th. Okay, 15, couple of weeks, since that's six days, honey. <laughs> oh yeah, this month is already like going by so fast. It's freaking it's me out. Over the year is over. Like, <laughs> it's done. It's done. It's over. So yes, I will provide a link 
link anything helps even if it's just a dollar you can spare uh that definitely goes a long way it's very helpful all right well definitely when that link becomes available i will post it into all the previous um you know recaps just so that people will be able to if they're watching this after this still will be able to donate how long is this uh, this fundraising happening is it a certain time period or is it like um we're probably gonna have it go like toward the end of the until toward the end of the month okay so just like a couple weeks perfect gotcha well thanks lady for being here thank you everybody in the chat for contributing again i'm sorry that we were late we will be on time in the future in two weeks three weeks we will be earlier on time because i don't have to deal with big brother beforehand but like i said blame cbs because i don't know why they have all their hit shows on the same day. This is probably why only 500,000 people are watching the challenge because they're like, oh, but I've been watching Big Brother. The season already started, we're two months in. I'm not gonna stop watching Big Brother that comes on at 8 p.m. Eastern. So I don't know why they're split and focused like that, but I apologize, but we love you, all your comments. We'll see you next week and we'll talk about what Messy Fessy has got going on for him. Can't wait. Bye.